Inside Gaming is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it at expressvpn.com slash inside. You piece of shit. You motherfucker. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I like when Patrick gets annoyed and just wants to stoke. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Monday. The sun is shining. My window is open. Everybody clap for fresh air. <coughs> oh, my God. I heard a cough. I heard a cough. Shut it. There are few certainties in this life. Death, taxes, coronavirus, and Anthem being crappy. Ooh, boom, got him. Poor guy's lying there in his grave and we're still shooting him in the face. Sorry, dude, you suck. Just emptying a full clip into Anthem. <laughs> He's just an entire skeleton. Son of a bitch isn't dead yet. But maybe the biggest lead pipe cinch in life is that Star Citizen will be a remorseless, money-raising machine. Yeah, we did a story late last year that it had raised more than $250 million, which made it the most successful crowdfunded video game of all time. Really one of the most successful crowdfunding ventures ever. But boys and girls, if you think it was done raising money, think again. Because maybe the only thing that Star Citizen does better than not releasing a game is raising massive amounts of... Such a cool grift. What a great scheme. Yeah, according to a recent report from Kotaku Australia, it's now up to nearly $340 million, which means just over the last few months, it's added close to $90 million more to its giant haul. I I know I'm going to link to a Kotaku Australia article and we'll probably pull it up and it says something like 550 million, but that's like Australian dollars. So that's different because life is cheaper over there. Exactly. But video games far more expensive. Most of that new haul is from player backers, but the game's corporate partner, Cloud Imperium Games, recently announced it raised more than $17 million from existing investors. This man's whole career is about to be ruined. Sorry, it says it says corporate parent, not partner. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Woo! don't you feel stupid? Most of that new haul is from player backers, but the game's corporate parent, Cloud Imperium Games, recently announced that it raised more than $17 million from existing investors, which is too much money to raise from existing <laughs> investors. Yeah, so they include the Calder Family Office, Snoot Entertainment, and ITG Investment, all very legitimate. We're now gathering the Snoot board. We haven't heard back from the Flirty Winkles yet. <laughs> but yes, they all exercised a one-time option to purchase further shares in the company, but as Kotaku pointed out, the Calder family office and Snoot Entertainment are the same family whose patriarch is the music industry billionaire Clive Calder. The Clive Calder? I guess he's like the Fred Phelps of uh, the Calder family. Give it up for billionaire sugar daddies, everybody. Yay! Exercised a one-time option to purchase further shares in the company is a very corporate way to say throw money into a f***ing pit. Is he old? He's gotta be. Uh, 73. So, you know, that's really what this story was missing was elder abuse. (laughs) This has got to be money laundering. Cloud Imperium added that the share prices reflect a discounted option price for existing shareholders that was pre-negotiated at the time of the initial investment in 2018. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool. Let's get some corporate music playing, please. Sure, totally. That's the power of discounted (laughs) options. (laughs) This 78-year-old man gives himself a heart attack during blow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's some snoot entertainment, baby. Oh, all right. Surrounded by dimes. So this could be interpreted as a show of faith from those investors, considering that they're still buying more stock from the company. Faith is a powerful motivator. But you could also ask, why does Star Citizen still need money? Any takers? Don't know. Well, because development of the game, well, now there's two games, reportedly started back in 2011, and we still don't have a final product. Yeah, even if they stopped raising money tomorrow, Star Citizen would be one of the most expensive games 
games of all time. Really one of the most expensive anythings of all time. For comparison, GTA 5 costs 265 million to make. Oh. <laughs> Just now, jump change by Star Citizen standards. Yeah, people have been spending like hundreds and thousands of dollars. Uh, Gus uh, Sorolla from Rooster Teeth is a Star Citizen backer. I, I tried to compare it to something else. The closest I could find to Star Citizen's production costs is Avengers Endgame, which cost about $350 million to make. That's just $10 million more than what Star Citizen has raised now, and you know they're going to raise more. And that also hasn't come out? Yeah, it, we're still waiting on okay. Endgame. Really excited to see how that turns out. So yeah, we're talking about some really high-profile company here. Avengers Endgame is the highest-grossing movie ever, and GTA V has been called the highest-grossing entertainment product of all time, so... <laughs> I'm sure Star Citizen will be right up there, too. I can't wait for that out. game to come out and get a 6.5. I am not going to be alive when it releases. I'm going to call it right now. Brian, what have they released so far? So it's been uh, roughly about seven and a half years. Actually, it's more like nine if you believe they started development in 2011. Short answer is not much. <laughs> For starters, uh, like we said, it's split into two games. There's a single player campaign called Squadron 42. It does have some big name people, Mark Hamill, Jillian Anderson, Gary Oldman, others. So Gamers. And gamer icons. They put out a sweet looking trailer for it. Uh, that was in 2018, but it's not expected to go into beta until sometime this year. Allegedly, don't hold your breath. Just say, that's a pro tip from Uncle BG. So nothing there yet, but there is somewhat of a playable version of the second game, which is an MMO that's known as the Persistent Universe. Great name. It is a good name. That's not bad. At the end of 2019, the team put out its so-called Alpha 3.8 update, which added a new location called the Microtech Planet, as well as improved ship AI and improved close combat mechanics, but that does not mean that the end is anywhere in sight. According to the company's own roadmap, it'll still be an alpha by the end of 2020. So they are making stuff but it is a far cry a game that has been made and come out uh, many times over <laughs> from the vast scope that was promised in the game's original pitch they promised a ton of star systems not just planets to explore on your very own ship yeah there was like what they promised kind of like no man's sky a little bit the game's kickstarter said it would have a level of depth and quality that had never been seen before and wouldn't be seen because it would never happen <laughs> right. but its page said star citizen is a destination not a one off story, it's a complete universe where any number of adventures can take place, allowing players to decide their own game experience. It's one of those open-ended things that you think, like, finally I can escape my life into, like, this game forever, but it, it just... <sighs> It's just f***ing vaporware like this stuff. And it's still going to be a game with all the limitations of a game. Right. You're not going to be able to become Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. It's not the f***ing Matrix. There was that whole crowd before No Man's Sky like, well, this is it. Never going to have to buy another video game again because I'm escaping into the solar system. And it's like, <laughs> you know this game is made by like 15 people, right? And it's just, it's just Minecraft. <laughs> Promise that you could play as a smuggler, pirate, merchant, bounty hunter, or enlist as a pilot protecting the borders from outside threats. But needless to say, we 
are not there yet. The Persistent Universe game still has no release date, and some have wondered if it will ever come out. Where's my money gone? <laughs> and we know that some of you may have backed the game, because every time we do one of these stories, we hear from people who are mad at us for beating up on Star Citizen. <laughs> and hey, if you're happy with the alpha and you feel like you've gotten your money's worth, that's great. You don't have to DM me on Twitter about how happy you are with Star Citizen. It is really okay, dudes. Folks, I need you to get out your Alienware laptops and go to Twitter.com <laughs> and go to at Brian Gar and tell him that you're actually good with money. It's also true that lots of people have become disenchanted with the game. Some have even sued because it's taken so long, and there's been evidence that everything is not going well behind the scenes, right, Brian? Yeah, so in May last year, Forbes kind of blew the lid off of this. They had a big expose on Star Citizen's troubled development. It quoted people who worked on the game, saying it suffers from massive feature creep and that the project's boss, Chris Roberts, basically has lost control of everything. Now, if you don't know, feature creep, that's an industry term. Basically, it means you're adding too much shit to the game. You're just ading more and more features until it gets too unwieldy. It sounds like Star Citizen, though, honestly, passed that point years ago. Maybe from the very beginning. <laughs> Forbes reported that at the end of 2017, Roberts had just 14 million in the bank, although he has since raised more. Thank God someone's looking out for him. <laughs> because the game needs to be making money to stay alive. Last year, Forbes reported that the Keep Funding and the 537 employees Cloud Imperium has working in five offices around the world, Roberts constantly needs to raise more money because he's constantly burning through cash. <laughs> yeah, so he's just created a giant furnace that everyone's constantly shoveling money into. So yeah, at this point, you might be wondering if Roberts is still actually in charge of the project, or maybe after all these years, he could have been forced out by angry investors. Well, Cloud Empyrean Games kind of alluded to that, not outright, but they made sure to emphasize that Roberts is still running the show. Sounds like he's the only <laughs> man for the job. And their announcement about raising the additional $17 million, they added that there were no changes to the board composition as a result of this transaction. Chris Roberts continues to maintain full control of the board and the group. The board. The group. That one's less cool. The gang. Well, that one's cool. This is official. The squad is still on point. So... Why would they choose to add to that? Maybe feeling a little defensive? Hmm? Maybe, yeah, as the years go on, the whole thing just looks more and more like a boondoggle. Or an ambitious project that got out of control because there's no corporate overlord and Roberts can feature creep all he wants. It's like yeah. being officially endorsing corporate overlords. Shadowy figures, though. I never want to see a face. Can we get in bed with the guy from Inspector Gadget? The bad guy with the claw? The claw? Claw, the guy with the claw, right? <laughs> it's, it's literally just claw. claw. I wish I was named after my most apparent feature. Patrick would be mustache. Connor would be dump truck. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But yeah, the whole Star Citizen project has become a giant beast that needs a regular infusion of money to survive. At some point, you just got to assume the money's going to run out and the party's going to come to an end. I guess they have to come out with a game, but I don't know. They've, they've kept it going for this long, but it feels like they're kind of playing musical chairs with, with people's money. I think best case scenario, they release some version of the game that yeah. technically checks all the boxes that they promise so that they can protect themselves. This isn't actually fraud, see? It's not as expansive as you imagined it would be and that we heavily implied it would be. How awesome would it be if it sucked? Like, and I mean like, not like a bad <laughs> game. I mean like, you know the movie Food Fight? which costs like millions and millions of dollars and then looks the way it Is that does. the brand's one? Yeah, it's the brand's one because it was a scheme. How cool would that be? 
How awesome. What's probably going to happen is some other game made by like someone who's not just like a lunatic will just release this game. A game that gives you everything that's- A giant, yeah, a giant space sim. No Man's Sky Speak of the Devil has improved quite a bit. And No Man's Sky has the benefit of having years of community feedback. I, I don't know. We'll see. I hope if you gave money to it, I hope you're happy with it at some point. But for the rest of us, there's just a lot of delicious schadenfreude with all of this. Oh, yeah. I guess we got to be careful saying we want to see something suck. We didn't learn our lesson with the Sonic video. But it would have been so funny. Autumn, no. <laughs> That's me making fun of myself. What are you going to do now, commenters? Make fun of me more? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made fun of myself 35 minutes ago. That joke comes up every week. I know. It's, it's so good, though.